Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Kill Shuffle. Oh my! I'm <laughs> Donald. I'm Dylan. <laughs> and um, yeah, we got absolutely loads for you this week. Yeah, I'm trying to not get a cold, so it's okay. Aside from that, this is a great week for music. Try harder. Yeah. Um, we don't have as much music for you as we thought we were going to have. So right up top, um, we did promise a review of Number 5 by Ling Tasate Segure, which came out a couple of days ago. Yes, but has become a lot more difficult to get. It is extremely elusive. Yes, in uh, theory. <laughs> it, it just it just doesn't appear to be legally or illegally available. Yes, and, and not, a, not a, I don't know, other VPN accesses are a little harder to get these days. Yes. You can't just click and do that. Um, so we will figure out some way to bring that album to the podcast next time. Um, it may it may well be on streaming services it, by then. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I think there's a delay with Japanese yep. stuff most of the time. And if not, I believe there is a merchant ship coming in from the Orient, uh, which may yeah, <laughs> which soon. may have some stock. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we we raided soon enough. Yes. Yeah. 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 But uh, in any case, uh, the the albums we are reviewing this week include uh, a band called Foam from Australia uh, with their album Coping Mechanisms. Australia, really? Yeah, <laughs> okay. they're from, they are from Australia. Um, Band Made from Japan, yes. their new album World Domination. Uh, Anna Birch from the United States. Cool. Uh, with Quit the Curse and uh, Black Map, also from America. Yes. With uh, actually a new EP called Trace the Path. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take a look back at the debut and sadly only ever album by Heaven's Basement, which is called Filthy Empire. Oh, you got to remind me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. We'll discuss that later. But yeah, t- this week's theme is bands that come back a year later. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> weirdly enough, it yeah. is, definitely. Bands that don't stop. Ba- it's kind of crazy to think that we've been doing the podcast long enough at this point that there are two bands in one week where we're discussing their second new release since mm. the podcast started. I-, I think that's the way of bands these days. I think I yeah. talked about this a few weeks ago that bands have to do that to, to keep keep up, you know, yeah. payment. Yes, I know. I agree that that's what they what what they should be doing. And the more you release, as long as it's of a, of a good quality, the yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. But I I didn't expect uh, new releases to roll around so soon yeah. from bands that we had reviewed, which you know, which is Bandmate and uh, Black Map. But uh, yeah, I suppose we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit more later. Yeah, let's jump in. But let's jump in. So the first album we're going to talk about is called Coping Mechanisms, and the band is called Foam. There are a few bands called Foam. Um, this is Foam all caps. This is Foam in all caps, and they are from uh, Perth in Western Australia. So there just seems to be something about in the in the water over there in Australia the last year. There, there's a lot of bands that I like that are coming out of there. Yeah. Um, uh, Rolling Blackouts, Coastal Fever for one. Um, there was another. Uh, there was another band that we reviewed on the podcast. Mammal, Mammal was. There. Yeah, Mammal, Mammal, Mammal are Australian Good. also. Possibly a few others. Uh, uh, most, most definitely. Um, it'll, it'll come to mind as, yeah, I, as yeah. we keep talking. But uh, oh, um, Tropical Fuckstormer from Australia <laughs> oh, as really? well. Yeah. yeah, all two songs of them. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, anyway, this band released their album uh, not this week but last year. Um, it came to me through a friend. Yes. And they appear to have almost no following um, online or otherwise. So I kind of felt like that was, it was serendipitous enough for us to kind of deep, deep sort of uh, reach back into last year. Mm. Um, they, you know, their most popular song on Spotify has 40,000 plays, but all the next sort of four 
have less than ten thousand. So, so this is essential. Uh, this is yeah. Th- this is a find. I consider this a find. Yes. Um, and that as we'll the, discuss, yeah. it, I think it's absolutely incredible. It is, it is the ex- exception because it's, yeah. it's such a weird find from mm. a place you wouldn't expect. Most definitely, mm-hmm. um, because I expect bands like Rock from a from like from freaking Af- not Africa, jeez, yeah, um, Australia. Australia, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Find an African metal band soon enough. Anything can happen, man. Next time. Okay. Anything can happen. But yeah, um, usually expect ACDC and those of that kind of ilk. Yeah, and even even you know, Mammal were kind of more along those like hard rock and hard, hard drinking. Yes, you know, yes. this is really wiry, kind of alt, fragile, uh, stressed out alt rock. It's this really is what good. you think of when you think of alt. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it is most definitely. Yeah, like they cite. Steve Albini and um, you know what I'm just trying to think of what other bands but there's a there's what a, I get is yeah. a mixture of yeah the Sex Pistols and Pixies yeah <laughs> very good you, you, see, you hear that yeah 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 Not no nuts. I do I do hear that and if that says anything basically they, they say that they're inspired by the late 80s and early 90s and I definitely feel like where this lives is like 1989 Seattle that's kind of how it sounds to me yeah it's it's lo-fi, but at the same time, everything is is really crystal clear. It is. It you is. can you can tell it's a 2017 looking back at 1989 because um, it's a, the, the fuzziness is an illusion almost. Like mm. it actually it is it is a really clean production job. Yeah. Um, and it just it just sort of pinwheels between the, the kind of a, a more modern alternative sound like a citizen or a gleamer mm-hmm. or even you know modern baseball that kind of jangly stuff that, yeah. that we like so yeah, much if, if the very kind of wiry distortion not turned up to 10 yeah it's almost turned up to f- five or a six yeah it's just enough to let everything else move around and that's the that's yeah. the 90s influence you yeah know? yeah that's what you would have heard on like smashing early pumpkins smashing pumpkins dreams early failure bands like no knife or jawbox or you know that kind of the first wave of of post hardcore, yeah. Um, and then there's also like a little bit of uh, Radiohead in there as well. I think there in is. points when it gets more fragile and dark, mm-hmm. um, and there's even like a little bit of sort of upbeat surf rock right in the mid- slap dab in the middle a of the bit, album. A bit, it's, it's an odd, <laughs> bit. it's an odd middle bit. Yeah. Um, so they did. They just bring so much to the table, and it's all packaged together in this album, which has some real good body horror on the front. No, oh, yeah, it's um, Cronenbergian, real Cronenberg yeah. uh, type type illustration. So, uh, yeah, I I absolutely fell for this album instantly. I want to just give Barry McNamara a shout out for for sending it my way because there's just no way that I would have discovered these guys otherwise. Um, but I, you know, I think the the two ends are so well chosen that mass chew which which starts off with almost this kind of undulating apex twin style electronics yeah and sort of seeps into like it kind of reminds you of um you know teenage wrist or just one of those or like a blissed out yeah like like a citizen or a gleamer yeah um soft kind of start and then and then at the end it finishes with when will it get better mm-hmm. um is that what it's called when will it, when, when will it get better uh, yeah yeah uh, when does it get better? when does it get better yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, which which is which is again just it's so exposed and yeah. fragile and it just finishes with his it, it, rasp it is, the singer's it is rasp. it's oddly angry yet dreary mm. yes um dreary in the kind of atmospheric way mm. maybe not not as depressing Mm-mm. as some things might or melancholic it's more more setting down an atmosphere which yeah. 
I guess a lot of Seattle bands can do as well. Yeah. Um, which is why I didn't expect it from Australia. Yeah, um, no. Unless it's monsoon season in Australia when they were recording this. <laughs> because that, that that's usually how like weather can dictate yeah, can. Uh, uh, writing writing decisions. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, some real surprises, like the, at least the start and the end are kind of similar. Mm. But all the other bits are from different different soundscapes like yeah like almost i yeah. could milk myself which is a lot of title <laughs> yeah it's song. great i could milk myself yeah um yeah that is almost an odd baritone guitar i think it's saxophone i could be wrong i'm not sure i heard baritone the sax, sax it's baritone something it, yeah 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 it's it's yeah it's in the back and that was really cool yeah. i didn't expect that at all so yeah and then and then right yeah there's definitely a few curveballs like in uh gift of guilt there's this like stadium size like you could you could imagine one of those like a much shittier band doing this not to the same extent but you know that lie if you want to lie if you want to it's like almost like a sort of a chant in the background but you could you could imagine that like that's ready for the radio um and you could see that having a mass appeal but it's just in the middle of this weird album and then in we don't live in the usa which i just love as a general concept for a song because it's so true like Everybody thinks of the USA as being the sort of epicenter of, you know, especially like rock culture. And it's like, no, we don't live in the USA. We're mm-hmm. from somebody else. And good. Like, it's good that they're from somewhere else, which is because they sound so different. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, they just have the maddest whistling solo in the end. Oh, yeah, that was, that was really awesome. It's just this chaotic, <laughs> chaotic, crazy whistling solo. It, and I love it. It's so in the mix. It's not over the mix. It's just kind of there. Yeah. Not like, here is the whistling solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, on Opposites, Biffy Clyro did a, um, I think the song is Little Hospitals possibly, but there's a kazoo solo, mm-hmm. or there's just sort of a riff where they have like oh, 15 kazoos just underneath, and it sounds yeah. great, and this is another thing where it's like, you wouldn't notice it unless you're re-listening out for it, but yeah, he's just whistling away, or and that's great. that song uh, Focus by Hocus Pocus, if you know it. No, no. <laughs> it, no. Uh, I'll show you in a bit, but it, it has... Uh, it has a whistling solo. Oh, really? Like more, you know, kind of the, the t- tongue between the teeth kind of whistle. It has that. Just oh, to cool. get the octaves that no one can get. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun thing that bands don't do for some, yeah. re- for some reason, but these guys pull it off. Don't know why, but they do. <laughs> I guess it's because of the subtle nature of the music. They can pull off a lot of weird shit. I think that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, th- I think it's just the perfect balance of of comfortable familiarity and interesting um curveballs you yeah. know what i mean yeah vo- the vo- vo- vocals are definitely the forefront of weird oh yeah because i said sex pistols and i said fucking the pixies and there's both of that mm. song after song especially the second song has that you might have a better um insight into the vocal approach it's not something that i've necessarily heard before the way he they they, they have nick cave on their website as one of their influences yeah. does that feed in at yeah, all yeah in early nick cave yeah. when like he let everything loose on the vocals, yeah. regardless of if if that would injure your vocal cords or not. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It may not be sustainable, but yeah, it serves the yeah. album purpose, I guess. It's 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 a. I think it's a great combination of pristine, clean, vulnerable singing, and then this kind of rasp. It's not a scream, it's not a growl, but it's it's definitely like a rasp. It's a yell. It's a it, yell. Yeah, definitely coming from his natural vocal tendencies. But again, it's not a yell. It's not like a hardcore yell. You know, it's a. It is sort of a yell or a shout. But yeah, it's very. It's just it's very for, punk. It's, its own thing. It's very punk. Which is which is very punk. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I just think it's. I've had it more or less on repeat since I first heard it. It's. Yeah. It is cool. I like. I like yeah. most of it. Yeah. I, I think there's a few points where it 
drops down a gear or five too many okay points where it's like it slows down quite a bit i guess that serves the purpose of some songs for me mm. i was like okay when's the next bit like okay the, the early bits coming on so yeah was that was that when it, it goes down to like one decibel of just guitar kind of and, you know there's like almost they're almost like little interludes between some yeah, songs yeah, and, yeah. it's got possibly a bit too shoegazy okay but that wasn't a, really a problem yeah come the end of it yeah, yeah. I've just been. Um, I actually just ordered a T-shirt all the way from Australia. God only knows when I'm going to get it, but I think uh, I don't want to say because it's been such a crazy strong year so far. I don't want to just go ahead and say, but I think they might be my favorite musical discovery so far of 2018. Cool. Just like wholesale awesome. musical, like like a perfectly formed to me, like a perfectly formed album that has just dropped out of nowhere. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So I'm just so delighted that it's. You know, it's there for all of us to enjoy. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, great. We yeah. have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not a year too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame we didn't pick up on it when it came out. But let me tell you, man, it, it, Diamond in the Rough. Yeah. Thank you so we'll much, Barry. As, we'll do this occasionally, not as an album globe, but maybe just a tacked on bit. Yeah, you know, yeah if we can, yeah. if we can. I mean, you know, if something deserves it deserves to come to your attention, I think it's different if major releases come out week on week. I mean, you, you have no excuse. You either choose to cover it or you don't. But I think with stuff like this that's that's flown under the radar, mm-hmm. it, it would be a real shame to let it pass by. Yeah. Without highlighting it, so yeah. So I, I'm going to give this a a high seven. Cool. I guess. Cool. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, just that. And did you have a favorite song? Uh yeah, it was it was uh <laughs> it was the song I stated. I can milk myself. I can milk myself. I think the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. combination of everything. It is good. It is really, really good. Um I think it's it's such a toss up because I really love them all, but I think uh, Body into Mind just has such a great off kilter you know, it, it, it it's it's I it does what I love, which is it has a very unusual time signature and structure, but it uses mm-hmm. hooks. Mm-hmm to make it memorable mm-hmm. so that kind of body into mind da, a lot da, of really da, cool da, hooks da, 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 da. yeah great so that's probably my favourite track and I'm gonna give it a 10 okay yep I wouldn't call it a masterpiece yeah, I think I it's I think it's I think it's one of the strongest debut albums I have ever heard yeah but you know because this is this is catnip for me this yeah, stuff is certainly. catnip for me so I I, I cannot find the, fault the, with the, it the weird icing makes it even more more interesting yeah, it's that's the thing. It's got that. It's got the if, ingredient. I mean, if, X. It, if it was just another singer, like mm. no offense, but hundredth, I wouldn't. Yeah, be so keen on it. But I don't I, think that was a ten out of ten album. Yeah, you know. But I think I think what I, it's got everything I love plus an ingredient X, and that is where they're from. You know, yes. that is being from one of the most isolated places on earth. That's awesome. And it brings in so much that you don't expect. I loved it. And the album is called Coping Mechanisms. Mm. It's by Foam and. It behooves you to check it out, in my opinion. <laughs> so let's move on to something totally different. Um, yes. This album is called World Domination. World Domination. <laughs> this band is from Japan. And they're maids. And they're maids. And they're, <laughs> yeah, so the band is called Band Maid. Uh, or, surprisingly, <laughs> considering they're a band and they dress yeah. up as maids. Actually, I'm not sure if they've ever been maids in a past career. Maybe they have. Oh, man, I did my research this time around. Yes. The lead singer was in a maid cafe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, they actually, believe it or not, I, I had convinced myself they, that band maid were a manufactured proposition. But no, that's not the case. Um, the lead singer that's... worked in a, a maid cafe in Akihabara yes. in Tokyo. And... Um, and she just decided she wanted to be, you know, she just decided to pursue her musical interests instead and um, met and met the the guitarist yeah. through an online search. Actually, yeah, I think I may have been to that makeup. Oh, that particular one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, funny. Yeah. But yes, 
on your on your trip that yeah yeah, yeah that right. we'll never speak of but yes. we, <laughs> we'll never speak of again um, <laughs> i miss you so much but yeah, usually usually yeah. the manufactured bands are are more idol centric like it's yeah. usually not them doing instruments right like yeah yeah, uh, yeah like baby metal for example mm. or or a few others like that right yeah yeah so so this the band essentially they write and arrange um their own stuff they get a little bit of help with um with production and and lyrics and stuff mm. like probably the english lyrics realistically yes. um from their producer but yeah no they they're they're the real deal you know which is yeah. which is great um and the rest of the band went to music school with the guitarist yeah. who the singer found uh, online so they just get better and better they just oh yeah God. so yeah so we covered uh, just bring it which was their their first which i think is crazy first album release their first album release but in japan it's a slightly different thing yes. we've covered loads of albums that are 30 minutes or less but in Japan, they, like re- I would think of this as their fifth album, mm-hmm. but actually it's just their second album. They had three mini albums, which were all thirty to thirty-five minutes yeah. each, and eight, then eight eight songs per album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in my eyes, that's that's a that's as full length an album as you would like, but that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, so whatever way you slice it, anyway, this is considered their second yeah. main album. Yeah. Um, and how does it compare to for starters with with just bring it for you? Um, it's a lot better. It's a lot better in some ways, in most ways, actually, mm. um, in the ways I didn't expect so fast, like like this good of a production job in the second album compared to that one, which is a bit cloudy. And some of the mini albums have better production than that album, which is interesting. Um, and, well, hmm, I don't know, I think I think they've taken a few more slight little alterations to the to the to where they pick their influences from and sound. Yeah, do you feel like they kind of brought in more of more stock and trade hard rock and heavy metal on this one? Um, sort of. Yeah, yeah, but they but they keep what they're really good at, which is which is the addictive choruses and all that shit, mm. and then the weird little takes that you hear at the end of the album and in between. Um, I think. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, I think. Like, what do you get from this? Because, certainly didn't appeal to it's, me. It's, it's crack to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Oh, oh, this is crack. your foam. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the, the thing about this is, I remember the first Batman album, I, I just came away from my first few listens with more. And I'm not sure whether that was, like I say, the production job or instrumentation or particular set of influences or what it was, but it felt like a more appealing proposition to me. This one, I've listened to nearly I think the most of any album that we've covered so mm-hmm. far because I found it a very tough nut to crack you know yeah. I kind of I kind of gave it four or five just preliminary listens in the background just to get used to the songs mm. and then you know four or five yeah full attention listens and by the last time it was kind of beginning to seep in um, <laughs> but I just find mm. it the production on this particular album too pristine and consistent weirdly enough i find i almost find that the production is too good yeah <laughs> because it, it well, doesn't it doesn't allow for it doesn't allow for the same level of weirdness or um i think it does or I think it absolutely does what's the word i'm looking for um kind of abrasiveness i guess that yeah. that i found myself getting lulled into uh, a little bit of a stupor um as the album wore on and it is quite long but it is a little long yeah, but eventually, I no, I was I was picking out that different in, songs that is, by the end. That is in no way a huge criticism at all to, to, to yeah. dig on the the 
really good production, I think. I'm just yeah, and I'm just I'm just giving you my honest opinion. I, yeah, but, but it's an interesting one. I just I think actually what it comes down to for me is the album is let's say I think it's I think it's 15 songs long. I think of those 15, when I really really pay attention, I think. Of those 15, there's about 10 that if they were all just compiled on one album, I would be like, I would have a totally different opinion. Mm. It's just getting through those songs like yeah. Play and uh, Fate and plays, Turn Me plays On from and the Alive EP or Death. Came, plays from the EP that okay. came out last okay. year. And so is Daydreaming. Okay. Um, I like so Daydreaming. I like Daydreaming. Yeah. yeah. Um, the album for me yep. really gets going at uh, the third song. And then it's then it's absolutely Pistons Ahead. Yeah. Uh, like insanely catchy heavy metal mixed with J-Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's metallic, what it is. That's metallic. what it is. It is. There's much um, more like double kick drum on this one. A lot, yeah, a lot more technically proficient managing of every instrument, I guess. Mm. And they and, and and a lot of the guitar solos, you know, they, they use a lot of shredding and, and mm-hmm. tap, um, you know, tap, tap solos and things. But uh, it, it, the, the leads have a lot of that Joe Satriani style production, mm-hmm. like hyper, hyper clean, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I'd like things a little bit grimier and grungier, but yeah, I yeah. totally get it. Uh, and there's, there are nods to some stuff that's really, really cool in parts. Like on Clang, there's almost this Fall of Troy type vibe to the start of it. Yeah. Um, the way the, the, the picking is so frenetic. And uh, I think as well in... There's, um, bit, there's bits of Megadeth riffing in there. Yeah, oh like yeah. Serious... Oh yeah, Megadeth, yeah. Iron Maiden, yeah. like uh, Judas Priest, like those, you know, you can definitely tell... Yeah. That's the basis, but it's very clear that it doesn't sound like like they're aping a style like that at all. No, no, it's like this is this is what we're gonna play like, but it's us. It's absolutely us. Yeah, well, you can oh. never get around. I mean, the vocals is sort of the thing that you have to just jive with if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna enjoy the album, and it's it's very much yeah, it's very much what you'd expect from a, a kind of like smooth jazz ballroom singer mm. voice. Yeah, in the most Japanese sense, but it is given given a a rock, yeah, uh, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she does she she does mostly a very good job. Um, what I would say is that it's it doesn't add value for me, uh, not just because I can't understand the lyrics or whatever, but it just for some reason I I don't I'm, I don't have much of an opinion either way. I think she's she, she's good at what she does, but I wouldn't say it makes me like the album more because of her performance. I think on the first track, um, I can't live without you. She's really she's pushing herself a little too far yeah, in that well, chorus. Well, I don't think it's about pushing too far. I think I think the chorus isn't as strong. Mm. The chorus melody isn't strong, which is odd because there are very very powerful melodies everywhere in this album. Oh yeah, like Spirit, a Daydreaming yeah. is is his great chorus. Uh, yeah, Rocking Me, uh, especially Rocking Me actually, which has this kind of almost. Um, what yeah. would you say a ballroom oh it's like ballroom, a, got a yeah, ballroom, cabaret swing yeah. to it yeah I, it's very I, like I love that I, I'm, I'm very happy they did something like that yeah that uh, burlesque thing that we always you know that, that, that we've encountered on albums yeah well already, it's yeah. something to dance to as opposed to march to I guess yeah yeah, yeah 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 I mean it's it's that old school like you know Panic at the Disco kind of <laughs> well, uh, yes but there's yeah, it's like uh, that riff starts off with kind of a weird Arctic Monkeys kind of mm. Brit rock thing, and then it yeah. goes into something entirely different. And those are the bits that I like. It's those weird, like it's when they throw in mm. uh, those curveballs, um, like on the last track, which is I believe it's a cover actually, but um, yeah, it's it's just got a, a great kind of lead riff. Um, and there's another one near the end. I think it might be uh, uh, Dice. I Live think or Dead. 
It might be Alive or Dead, yeah, which just has a really cool. No, actually, it's not. I think oh. it's it's Carry On Living. It is Carry On Living. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Which has it, they changed the guitar tone completely for the main riff, and it it sounds great. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and Emily and Daydreaming are nice couplets of, yep. of the more mellow side of this band, which we haven't heard in albums before. Really? Yeah, you get you get the acoustic guitar on an Emily, yeah. and yeah, like some some songs like an Emily. I'm like, wow, the singer just kind of brought it to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. It almost struck me as. It it almost struck me as as, as if I was hearing a different singer, mm. which I I know the uh, the guitarist the rhythm guitarist does all the backing vocals. That's all. Oh, there. Okay. She's she's very much up in the mix now, definitely. Yeah. Um, she does a good job as well. I think. Yeah. Uh, on the harmonies and all that, like just just the, just the entire backing. Although vocal. I have to just make one on play. I I I I really can't stand that song, and and the backing vocals are part of that. It's they they throw in a lot of English words, but it it like. It, Maybe it's just that it sounds meaningful when it's in. Maybe maybe the lyrics are all kind of vapid <laughs> throughout the whole album. I don't think they are, but no. you know, on play, it's just literally some the, of, some of them connect. The backing vocals are like "Shut up, la 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 la." Yeah. So, some of them Ooh, connect. Yeah. So, some of them connect. Yeah. Some of them don't. Uh, I think that song is pretty badass at points. Mm. It's just a bit odd. Um, I really don't like as, when as they I, sing I, in English. As, as I said, um, <laughs> as I said, uh, yeah. When when it when it fits, it fits. And, yeah, when it fits, it fits. Great effort for all that. Um, yeah, no, no, no. And it gets better after that song. It I does. It do, and like I said, it, it, it did did start to click. Um, a part, you know, I think parts. I think some songs of this are are really, really good, really, really strong. What do you think uh, of uh, "Domination," the main single? Uh, that's the second track, is it? Uh, or no, fourth, sorry, fourth. Uh, I don't have a particular any particular notes about it. So I, I'm not sure it made a huge impression, okay. but uh, probably decent. Yeah. <laughs> It has. It definitely has like the oh, these drums are really, really good this time around. Yeah, the the drum, the, the drum. It has that breakdown. Yeah, the I drums love. have improved a lot. I, I love when they get balls out heavy metal in this. Yeah, that's the bit where it no, loses no, no, me. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. Before the last album, I was like, I don't like when they go very heavy metal, mm. and then they come back with a bit more heavy metal on this, and I like how they do it now. Yeah, because it's it's good. It's genuinely. Um, Better than most bands I see these days trying to do this shit. Yeah, I just I think I think the thing they're best at is the kind of melodic alternative rock with a harder edge that they do on maybe like sixty percent of the tracks here. I'd say more. Um, I'd say they've 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 got a pretty good balance on it almost. Mm, yeah, and then better than the last album. I don't think so. I think so. I'm not sure. I'm 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 not sure now. But you gotta listen to the pro on this. <laughs> I'm well, not sure. I think there was a, a bit more filler on the last album for me. Maybe. Yeah. Um, for, there is a Nickelback song in this album, though, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Fate. Fate, yeah. <laughs> which I was, all I could hear was Chad Kruger just like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... that's going like... <laughs> over the top. But. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. There's a lot... There's yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure I'm going to go back to it, but actually there are a few tracks that I that I really enjoyed so it's kind of a mixed bag for me but yeah, yeah no I, I, I could totally see the appeal yeah. um, of Bandmade I just wish they had something to set them apart from the crowd a little I think bit they more do. musically like I, I'm not going to pick out another band we're going to cover last but mm-hmm. but I think <laughs> I think um, they're, I think they this band has got something a bit more yeah. to give that that is an appeal to make them last longer and that is just how they do it yeah <laughs> well who they are where they come from yeah it all applies and they're just insanely proficient at what they do they are super proficient and, prof- and professional but almost to a fault that's all i'd say i'd say they're they're proficient and professional almost to a fault because 
I, it just, everything just sounds too, like every jigsaw puzzle has exactly the right number of pieces and the picture is perfect. Mm. I don't think you like a lot of, a lot of music from Japan. <laughs> I don't know if that's true for though. Such, for such a weave as I know you are. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I don't know if that, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe mm. it is true. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just, mm. feel, I just feel like it's too polished. That's all. Mm. That's my only problem. But anyway, uh, yeah, bandmate. Uh, so my favorite track that's was curious. probably... I'd say it was Carry On Living. I really like that one. That's a good one. That's a really good really one. Really good song. Um, I think... I think Rockin' Me is my favourite one. Okay. It's just very interesting, very catchy. And kind of reminded danceable. me of Li- Like a Battery by Marmosets. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. Um, this is on par with Marmosets for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, the vocals do not reach a higher octave range. Mm-hmm. I don't think that matters. Mm-hmm. I think it serves exactly what this music is trying to go for and... No one needs to like. No, no one needs to pretty much be on helium all the time while they're singing. No, like it's not essential. Like you, you can. Oh you, no, you can use that. It's all about tone. But yeah, 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 yeah. So, so what would you give it out of ten? Uh, uh, um, what did I give the other album? Like, I, um, I think I gave that a nine. I'll give this a nine as well. Nine. Yeah, okay, cool. nine, <laughs> nine. Um, I'm gonna. I kind of been. <laughs> I've kind of been between two scores, but I actually think I'm gonna give it a seven. Cool. Yeah. Um, so maybe a little bit more than you thought. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, you know what? It's it's just it's very polished, but it's good. It's it's yeah. very solid. Um, heavy metal inspired rock from Japan. Yeah, I'm I'm happy they came back so fast with this. That's incredible. Final question on Bamade. Do yeah. you think this is their ticket to world domination? Uh yeah. Okay. Well, it's just before just before this they were touring England, so already they've got it got okay. it down. If they've played the Coco <laughs> Then I'm sure they're on the way somewhere. <laughs> they play at the Coco. Wow. All right, yeah. Well, uh, keep keep your eyes and ears open, and we'll find we'll figure out whether or not this will do the business for Bamade. I, I think the world. And if not, we them. may just be back with another album in 2019. Yeah, awesome. Okay, uh, so next up is a singer from Michigan yeah. called Anna Birch. Um, not like the tree, but uh, B U or C H if you're looking her up. And the album is called Quit the Curse and it's her, it's her very first solo album. She was in a couple of smaller bands and then took an extended hiatus. Yeah. She's still young, but I think she started very young. So um, this was began as a solo project and then um, a guy called Paul Cherry just got on board and did arrangements for a full band. Um, and what you get in the end is an album of sunny uh slacker indie with a real kind of jangly 90 sensibility um some huge melodies and just a crystal clear voice at the center of it all um yeah that's kind of my take what did you think of this one dylan i know this is a little bit of a curveball well this is a bit difficult for me to get through it's 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 emotionally Emotionally hits home very hard, mm. which I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah, it's so, it, she's, yeah she wears a yeah, heart in her sleeve. Yeah, but sometimes you don't need heart and sleeve. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I very much enjoyed this mm. in its in its vulnerable, yeah, touching nature. It was so cool. Yeah, Anna, um, it, like it, really, I kind of lo- I I do like every now and again covering you know solo artists yeah. because it is a different very different proposition. Like it totally is they the band does a great job of just these squeaky clean arrangements just really simple drums in the middle and then two guitars on either side just playing 
exactly what's necessary um, mm. for the very jazzy, you know, laid back guitar riffs and then Anna in the center and she's yeah she's she's got a real knack for uh, evoking a feeling like a, you know like I always look for in a singer um, and in terms of her voice like how did you feel or d- did she remind you of anyone or like generally how did you land on her voice I liked it it served exactly the purpose it needs mm. I think it's very serviceable for that mm-hmm. um, I think I think it was very much m- not middle of the road but um it it didn't do too much different. There was not a lot of showboating. It was just no. like, here's my story. Here's what I'm telling. Mm. Um, yeah, it gave me a kind of weird um, 60, late 60s doo-wop vibe. Yeah. In a weird sense, except with folk guitar-y bits. It was nice. Yeah, the funny thing, you should say that, actually, because the obviously there's another um, retro elephant in the room is Lana Del Rey. And sh- she actually uses the same engineer as mm. Anna Birch. Um his name, I believe, is it sounds French, Colin Dupuis, but uh, on Belle Isle, I think, which is this weirdly country fried song, just yeah. in the middle of the album. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got like the lap steel guitars and everything. Yeah, um, and on that track, I think Anna goes full Lana Del Rey. But on and the rest of the album, I mean, she, she's, she's her own thing. Um, but the singer that I would most closely compare it to is Dolores O'Riordan from The Cranberries. Oh yeah. Dolores O'Riordan mixed with like early Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. I think you know she doesn't do the 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 the, the Shakira goat thing that um and R.I.P. Dolores O'Riordan only died a couple of weeks ago and you know she and I was actually listening back to the first Cranberries record and it's bloody great. But it do, um, this does harken back to yeah feelings I get from Cranberries. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and and she's just mm. it's just so nice to hear a a very good clear like it's just it's so clear and and um well articulated voice um with no bells or whistles it's just you know it's just her mm-hmm. uh and and she does a great job as i say of detailing the minutia of life just slacker life you know <laughs> just just yeah. stuff that happens in relationships tea, and tea drinking life tea, tea drinking life and and you know I think at one point she's like trying to go out with a drug dealer or something and asking yeah. for a friend. And even the song titles um, are very kind of slacker, stoner. It's sort of, they're, all, they're all, you know, it's all t- two, you know, the number two, too yeah. cool, too care, yeah. asking for a friend. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. You know, they're just real thrown off. You'd, you'd imagine this backing, I don't know, the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack. Yeah. At points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a good sense. In a good sense. Yeah. And I know that movie ripped the piss out of this kind of like this wallflower folky kind of atmosphere mm. um but i love it <laughs> but it's yeah it, it is it is folky but i think it's it's real it's like it's real just jangle pop you know is, yeah. at the end of the day mm-hmm. and then she just throws in a little bit of folk here a little bit of country mm-hmm. there a little bit of, you know but it's, it's you know it's just yeah. you know songs there's yeah. they're you know songs with very well thought out patterns of chords yeah um, and very relatable to a fault i would say yeah to to like 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 i am sad about past memories that i'm not even singing about having because she's singing about having them (laughs) yeah 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 she's singing about about them for us yeah yeah Yeah. crazy (laughs) actually another flavor in the mix is um uh there's like almost a spaghetti western vibe to that last song um with you every day oh Uh, yeah yeah you know it's kind of got like almost like good the bad and the ugly 
um, type guitar, twanging guitar at the end, which is yeah. very, very cool. I love the use of numbers in this, like, yeah, to care, yeah, yeah, asking yeah. for a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think asking for a That's friend a just deserves um, special mention. There's something about that one. Um, it's so atmospheric, I think. And and then when uh, when when the almost the pavement style of guitar comes in, it's one of the few it moments of too. it's one of the few moments of of sort of distorted overdriven guitar at the end. It's mm. just a fantastic solo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's yeah. I just think it's I think it's really yeah. nicely put together. Yeah, I, li- I like when this album is not completely lovelorn. No, I I mean I I get the point, but I like the parts when it actually shows a bit more uh, optimism. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. So it's, it's not all like she's not making a Taylor Swift out of it, basically. <laughs> no, re- no, really. no, 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 no. Yeah. She's yeah. I mean, and you can kind of dip in and out of the lyrics. They're 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 like they're very good for what they are, and you can kind of tune in or tune out if you want. And um, it's really the I music that great. I'm there I for. Think they're great for what they. Yeah, are. they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, and she spins hooks out of weird, you know, kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> out of weird phrasing and you know which mm. which I think is quite cool yeah. um like you know that that line where it's like I won't play the victim just because I can't get what I want oh, yeah. you know it's a, a kind song. of a, it, a complicated line but it's you know they make she makes it really really catchy and, and humble and singable her turn of phrase is very nice yeah exactly so I think yeah not too much more to say about it really but just that I know that I'm going to come back to like a lot of this uh, tea, soaked le- tea soaked letter was the first one that I heard I'd probably come back to just that Okay. It's not. It is. This music isn't entirely for me. Oh, that's fair. And, and I love it for what it is. Yeah. But it's not. I was. I'm from a different time. <laughs> it seems like yeah. that. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no I totally um, get that. I, I, you know, and the reason I would come back to it is because it has the same. Like not just you know you talk about oh my god so and so writes great riffs or like such and such a band has a mm. great sound a great power but mm. with with her and I think something that she might have in common with Rivers Cuomo from Weezer yes. is that like. Certainly. I just what I come back to is the song you know what I mean like it's yeah, the yeah. song that I that appeals to me and I think uh, you know I think she's done a great job I think there's like 11 just great songs 11 is here. great 11 is great number yeah that. and it's short nice it's short and sweet album as well yeah. it's very short so yeah no, I'm glad you dug it I know, I know it was a little bit out of our usual comfort zone but yeah, I, yeah, I no, no I totally do that it's just um, yeah. this kind of music for me uh, I, I call for it at not I don't call for it all the time. No, I don't need it all the time. You know, I, if I if yeah. I listen to this all the time, I would not be in a happy state. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, it it it, it, it is a little. Yeah, it's it's very like in a John Hughes way. It's mm-hmm. very um, yeah. bittersweet. Yes. Yeah, but uh, in any case, what was your favorite song? Oh, um, I think it's T So Glitter. T So Glitter. It's a great song. Memorable. Yeah, yeah. It's in my head completely now. So that's that's how it works. <laughs> that's a real. You know, sevenths that she's using to a great effect there yeah, the, in terms the, of the chords. The videos are pretty cool. Oh, I haven't seen them yet. They're really cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Asking for a friend is mine. It's it's probably the slackeriest of them all. Uh, and I just love that. I think it's yeah. great. Okay. So um, uh, for me, it's an eight. It means a seven. Fantastic. Yes. So that's that's a definitely a recommendation. Um, the album is called Quit the Curse. And the singer is Anna Birch so look her up yeah she's awesome she's awesome yeah okay and then really quick uh, last new release of the week is from a podcast favourite yeah yeah I enjoyed it so much it was in your top 20 it was in my top 20 I remembered it Petrich Farm remembers you did did. yeah 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 (laughs) Um, the band is called Black Map 
Yeah. And it's a new EP uh, by the name of Trace the Path. It's just four songs, yeah. as I remember. It's crazy because that last album had almost it had a lot of tracks. It was long. It's yeah, huge. it was long. It was a Sieg worthy, which it did have a few yes. middle, middle bits. Yes, um, indeed. But yeah, this is them almost like what Mastodon did with their EP. They're picking from a different soundscape, kind of. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll say off the bat, this reminds me. This reminds me a lot more of a lot more of Billy Talent guitar work than it does Black Map's first album. Mm. Am I am I right with that? The, the, yeah. Like the first album, the distortion was was Walla Sound. Yes. And this is not Walla Sound. No, Certainly no, no, not. no. I, I think this is a pretty logical continuation from where they were on in, in Droves, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. And it's different from that as well. It is, it is It is. a little different. Sort I mean, of. it's what I like about it is it's just a straight shot to the arm of four songs that would have been among the best on in Droves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they're, it, it, they're high quality songs. Yeah, this is like kind of derivative of the sound they got from in, I think it was In Colour was the song from that album yeah. before yeah, yeah I think it was called that but it's very stringy guitar mm. everything is shining it's not just the guitar doing all of the lift yeah you know. Yeah, and it's just packed with I mean it's just big slabs of alternative mm. rock which I would say like a, a sprinkling of some kind of goth there's like a like a goth sensibility to it, yeah. You know, yeah I, sort of. I get I get like purples and greys and think, stuff I out of it. More, I think more emo, which is why yeah. I got to the early Billy Talent. Yeah, to try honestly guitar stringiness, and then mm. just a lot of Billy Talent in this. I think that yeah. just that guitar work. No, it's 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 involved. I'm, I'm sure. I'm curious yeah. if they, they use Telecasters. Mm. I'd say maybe for that for this kind of sound. Probably. I mean, again, and I, and I think that there's a really nice ballad on it as well. The last track is called "Why Burn." Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's just a really nicely put together um, slow burner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Um, I think their songwriting is getting even better. Yeah. Um, I I almost wonder why they release an EP like this out. Mm. Um, if it's not just to test new stuff. I guess maybe I mean to, to be fair it like it, it, it could just be that the mastering job is different but it, these could be from yeah. the intro of sessions could be yeah you know yeah uh, um, which is crazy because like the first song sounds like such a single possibly mm. my favorite song they've done yeah is the first song yeah it's great um, yeah no I, I mean I, I you know I think really there's not much more to say on it except for that they're incredibly um, creative um just they're just an they're just an alternative rock band and they just, they write great alternative rock songs. Just an absolute hidden gem. That they you are might a hidden gem. A band that you might never discover that might yeah. be getting better and better. Like <laughs> yeah, I think I think Black Map are gonna go somewhere very exciting in the next album. I it's really not so. it's not chin scratching. It's not uh, too smart for its own good. You know they just write you know big riff, big verse, big chorus, and then it's it's that's it. it's. It's just like a different scraping of what I like from bandmates' music. In a weird way, it's like it's just made to be fun. Yeah. Awesome. Memorable. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It, it's definitely it's definitely memorable. I don't know if it's totally memor- fun. Uh, yeah, that's true. In parts. Um, it's very more, much more melody-driven in, mm. li- in, the, in the lyrics yeah. um, than last time or the time before. Mm. 
I, I think the first album was very much kind of Chevelle, kind of Chevelle esque. Yeah, just singing for the riff's sake. I think now it's yeah, it was the much tables more based around the, the riff. Yeah, yeah, it's they've become more of a vocal band. That's true. That's good. I like that. I like yeah. the, I like this direction. I want to go back to the first album again though, because I really I remember really enjoying it. I haven't gone back to it in a while. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. No. I think they're they're developing around the singer, and that's that's a good move mm-hmm. for them because it kind of changes things up. Yeah. Um. And yeah. And what did, your favorite track was the first one? Uh. Let me in. Yeah. I mean, they're all great. <laughs> if they could all be my top choice, they would. Yeah. Be. They're all they're all really good. Let, I I really like. Yeah. I really liked uh, Invisible Worlds, the second track. Mm. That was really yeah. cool. Zero Light's interesting, possibly the weakest. Out yeah, of, probably out, the weakest. Out, out of the strong out of the strong selection. Yep, 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 yep. And then Wyburn is, is great for what it is. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't think this is an essential release, but if you if you like um, straight-talking alternative rock, then I think you could do a lot worse than just going into Black Map. Like, maybe start with this if you want a quick introduction and then go into the album. Yeah, because this could absolutely be a listener's favourite band. Yeah, like that's that, that's yeah. the standard I hold this band at. Yeah, because they because again, like they they write songs. It's not just as in it's not just a worship of the riff. You yes. know, they write really memorable songs, mm-hmm. um, which is great. So yeah, and uh, I'll probably give it an eight. Uh, yeah, eight, eight as well. Yeah, I think. yeah. cool. I'm cool. with with with. I'm very excited to hear where they go next. Oh, yeah. Um, fantastic. So that's everything we've got for you in terms of um recent releases. So all that's left to do now is to go back to um, I think uh, 2012 if I'm not very much mistaken um, what you got for me <laughs> a band from the UK called Heaven's Basement mm. uh, 2013 was when the album was released actually so oh now, wow that's a, yeah it's a long while away so I actually discovered this band through seeing them at uh, Metal Town in 2012 so I actually saw them live before their album came out um, mm. and they were playing in the middle of the afternoon, like, you know, early, far down on the bill, in a tent. Yeah. It was kind of one of those things where you just go because you've nothing else to do. And they were just this blast of white, hot energy. Um, See, I haven't seen them live, so I can't... I can't and you I, never will. I can't, yeah, I can't keep, I can't strap that onto their... Yeah. Their metal, the honors. So I didn't, I wasn't familiar with the songs or anything like that, but just that they had, the singer Aaron Buchanan just had seemed to have this incredibly versatile voice where he was screaming his head off one minute and then just had these really technically uh, impressive vocal yeah. lines it's, the next. It's what we get out of like um, bands like Black or uh, Black Peaks today. Yeah, 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 exactly. And Black Map at some points. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 most definitely. And, 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 and I thought the riffing, the riffing and everything sounded like you're kind of, as I say, like stock and trade, hard rock, but with something else, so with a little bit more in the mix. Mm. And then the following year, they came out with, on like Red Bull Records, I don't even know if it exists anymore, but they, they were sort of taken under the wing of Red Bull, um, given wings by them, if you will. Interesting. Um, and this was, this came out, I think it was m- like one of these kind of crowdfunded albums or they were like picked in a contest or something. But anyway, they, they went and recorded this album, Filthy Empire. And, um, and then like two, I want to say in like 2014, maybe the year after it came out, I was, I had a ticket to go and see them in the Voodoo Lounge in Dublin. Um, and at the very last minute, like on the day of the gig, Aaron Buchanan was like, the singer was like, I'm sick or something. And so the gig went ahead, but the support band who was Glamour the Kill, who are, have you heard those guys before? Uh, no, no. They're dreadful. 
They're such Absolutely. a bad band. You know, when you go expecting one thing and you get another, it was it was not a good night. And yeah. then um, last year, I think, uh, or recently enough, anyway, they they sort of said um, Aaron Aaron parted ways with the band. And then pretty soon after, the band were like, we're you know we're hanging it up, we're uh, done. Same. Are they doing anything else? Is there no, no, no. I mean, no, are, are the members uh, are Aaron? Aaron, or? I know Aaron Buchanan has a band called the Cult Classics um, that released an album how's last that, year. How's that going? I haven't had to listen to it yet. I'm curious. That might. I, be worth picking yeah maybe uh it could be worth going and have a listen to i i just i just don't know um oh. but yeah so he was the he was probably the most impressive part of the package but how would you describe the sound of the album anyway how filthy I, empire um i think it's it's a lot of stuff i used to like yeah i mean i'm not gonna pick at this album at all because i loved a lot of music like this mm. like without shame oh I yeah loved, i loved so much music like this like i was definitely a huge fan of shinedown mm-hmm. when they were uh, better. I'm not say they're awful now but when they were better. <laughs> yeah. Um, like Sound of Madness and that kind of stuff. Um, this is very much of that ilk of. Do you reckon? Yeah. Except it's vocally, yeah. Vocally, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, I think there's elements of of like balls to the wall rock. Yeah, I think I think this is, I think yeah, this is in like this is in the lineage of like Guns and Roses. Yeah, I could point many fingers at what bands this could be. Yeah. Uh, very reminiscent of but I think this band definitely has a bit more magic to it as well um, like Ultra Bridge as well mm. bit of that Miles Ken- anything Miles Kennedy touches yeah this band were probably influenced by um, yeah I just like I really like the production job on this uh, especially like it, it definitely needs being played out of speakers yeah proper speakers that's the thing is you wouldn't think this is the kind of thing that I would normally go in for because no as I've said many times in the podcast, like anything because that's remotely... I've picked stuff like yeah. this that you've totally shunned upon. Yeah, like anything mm. remotely sort of blues-inspired, classic to sort of hard rock. Uh, Bandmade, for instance, as well. Or, oh, yeah, or whatever. Oh, yeah. It usually makes me break out in a hive. So why this one? I think it's like, you're right, it's, it is the well, it, unbelievable production job. It's just, yeah. it's so weighty. It's like a steamroller mm. um, squishing you. It's so heavy. And Aaron Buchanan, who... It can wail with the best of them. He's got, he's got an incredible grit to his voice. Yeah. And then, I mean, the very in the very opening seconds, you kind of know if you're going to like it or not. Welcome home. Yeah. One of the best, best opening tracks I can think of. <laughs> it's, it's oh my god. It's close. I think I liked a lot more back then. Um, not yeah. to, not to shut you down a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. There's a lot of music like that that I'm like, oh wait, I used to. I used to really like this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I have like, no history with that kind of stuff. Well, I, I used to never question like lame vocal or yeah. lame lyric choices I used to just like like it because it was rock and it was very yeah. kind of in your face but I don't know that's my one pick about this album that I don't like as much the lyrics yeah <laughs> so like they're a little too corny uh, for me and I love parts. Yeah. yeah well I don't know if they hit I like corny lyrics mm. a la Def Leppard and stuff yeah but I think they hit here for the almost, most part I really do almost I think I think Welcome Home is untouchable I think it's I, I think the way he phrases it even though I know like it is your kind of stereotypical just yeah. like horns in the air but the hell yeah part I was feeling like okay <laughs> when does he say that um what? it's one of the start hell it's, yeah oh no from, no 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 he says uh, drinking dirty water from the fountain of hell yeah uh, like, yeah it was comma, just, yeah. the delivery is Oh, I, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, I think I think I think I think where the lyrics kind of fall down a little bit um, on this album is 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 the kind of more heart heartfelt stuff like price we pay and be somebody. Uh, 
long long goodbye you know oh maybe not long goodbye I, I think the heavy I think the heavier stuff he nails it he really really nails it um, I am electric that's another one where I'm where the lyrics they just teeter maybe on the wrong side of cringy when he's like you know I am the destroyer I am the god of fire I am the whatever yeah I think that song needed more uh, more um, what what do you say like more variation maybe on the on the verse part I guess. yeah maybe, yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah I know what you're saying yeah, like yeah. I know the way. He's switching up with. Is there another vocalist singing? Uh, there or is. is just, there is on. Um, uh, I think first... it's Fire Fire. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. There's two. There's two vocalists. Yeah, I was wondering because I think that happens a bit more with the album. But I was like, hmm, this could just be one vocalist doing all this because they sound almost exactly the same. Yeah. 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 I think it's actually nothing left to lose now that I think about it. Yeah. It. It is. It is nothing left to lose. There's the two singers. But you know. That being said. Yeah. A lot of variety in this album, and that's a lot of variety. Sells, that's what sells it. Yeah, and, and like just a lot of attitude that I really like, ju- like jump back and heartbreak it, son of a bitch. It's it's old school, it's unapologetically out. old school. Lights out in London. Lights out in London. That's a really cool song. I didn't yeah. expect. I didn't expect that at all. And that's got that kind of old school, old Wild West type mm-hmm. um, riffing in the in the, in the verse. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and they just have a really great knack for writing a hook and for writing a riff. Mm-hmm. you know and it's it's just that it's it's is a fantastic i think it's a fantastic meat and potatoes hard rock album um where every piece fits together really nicely almost 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 for me for, for, for me almost yeah i think i think for me it needed a bit more what band may do yeah yeah, yeah maybe I, I guess it's just kind of the different environment they come from as well yeah of course this definitely sounds like where they come from yeah Absolutely. Like this, this is very much the like British invasion take on Ameri- you know, American radio rock, I guess. Yeah, yeah, on like that kind of southern fried rock. Yeah, it's um, their take. And I just honestly, I am kind of in awe of the vocal performance on this album. I love you. Never really hear mm-hmm. a singer in this genre that can let rip the way that Aaron Buchanan can on this album. Yeah. You know, I'm there's not. Lo- I'm not. There's not a lot of them. There's not a lot of them who just who will do like a full throated scream when it only when necessary. It's not all the time. It's like not even on every track. Yeah. But I just think when it's necessary, it really makes all the difference in adding power and weight to the song. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's not one that I go back to like every you know couple of weeks, but it is one that I definitely go back to at least once it, a year. If it, yeah, it comes from the nostalgia nostalgia vault. Yeah, especially that. Oh yeah. Certainly. Yeah, it's it's it, 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 you, you know what you're saying. It's stuff that you used to like. Yeah. I mean, I'm I feel kind of the same way myself. Well, in I'm terms curious. Of, I'm, I'm always curious to see if these things kind of hold up. Yeah. As, as well as my memory did. Like, like this one is running on pure adrenaline. Wow. There's yeah. no. It's it's. There's, as I said, there's no elements to it that of uh, musical intricacy or you're you're yeah. trying to piece apart. Oh, how did they manage to like construct it this way? No, yeah. it's just. I, I f- simple yeah. and done well. like, like I think I think my liking of this music in the past evolved into bands like Bandmade yeah currently right so, so it's still with me yeah. that's that's just, that's the path it's taken mm-hmm. yeah you can trace the path honestly yeah <laughs> um, a lot of bands like that yeah 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 but um, I just it god damn it it's a it's switch off your brain have a good time yeah Th- this drive is drive to this try this- not try try Brick on the accelerator. It's one that I would I would that I reach for. Yeah, brick on the accelerator yeah. music. Yeah, definitely need to pay a parking ticket or two. <laughs> yeah, or, or uh, yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and what was your favorite song overall? Um, that changes quite a bit. Okay. I mean, when I first heard this, all it was "Welcome Home." Yeah, it was yeah. Fire, fire. Yeah. 
uh, Long Goodbye is actually pretty good. Yeah. As far as the ballad slower songs go. Yeah. Really good. Um, I would say it's uh, The Long Goodbye or Lights, Lights Out in London. Between yeah, those two. Good, good calls. Yeah. I think it, for me, it used, actually did used to be I Am Electric. But um, just like purely that. because I just think it's... I think really it is an outstanding moment. I, I think um, Welcome Home, the first track. Yeah. I Like if I could ever open an album that way... St- I know what didn't land for you so well, but for me, I mean, I just think it's... Oh, it starts great. Oh, my God. The, like, the way it starts. The first that, 20 seconds are incredible. No, I think the whole song is incredible. That's the cat of that. Come in, you sin. Oh, it's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. You know? It's pure rage. And if you don't if yeah. you don't get on his... A bit, a bit of Elder Revolver, train, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to say. Yeah. If you don't get on the train with him for the lyrical content and whatever, it's not going to work for no. you, but... I always always gets me riled up that song mm-hmm. so great yeah thanks for bringing this this is, yeah. awesome. This is awesome look back yeah, yeah absolutely we'll, we'll go we'll go back to you know Farther. stuff out of left field oh yeah ne- next next time I get to choose but I just thought this time you know I haven't done a, a straight up rock album in a while so yeah. kind of comforty zone yeah. area exactly yeah. so that was that yeah. that was a nice trip back um to sort of five six years ago in my life still a while ago yeah. thanks for indulging me yeah um I think that about wraps it up for Kill Shovel this week. I think so, yeah. Yep. So if you want to follow us, um, it's very easy to do so. We're on pretty much all of the podcasty apps that you probably found us on already. Um, if you want to keep up with the albums that we review every week, you can just type Kill Shuffle into Spotify and you'll see our playlist. It's got our nice Shuffle logo. Um, follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. We're there. We are there. We're active. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're more active there than we are in our everyday lives. We're which is transmitting... In the non-sexual manner, but <laughs> um, audibly. Exactly. Yeah. So thanks again for tuning in, and we will be back in two weeks, hopefully with a review of number five by Ling Toste Segure. Yeah. And more fun goodies. I've heard bits of that album, and I just can't spoil it yet. But, uh, yeah. Get excited. Yeah. All right, talk to you guys next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye.